0: Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy.
1: And I'm Eric Olson.
0: You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another live recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. My name is Kevin Daisy, and I'll be your host. Also the founder of Array Digital. We help law firms with web and organic search Today, I have a really cool guest, a little bit different for you guys today, so you really tune in and listen to what Sam has to offer, and we want to hear about his story, what he's up to, a lot of cool things, a lot of amazing things that he's doing, so you're going to be impressed, probably taking a lot of notes, and obviously feel free to check him out, connect with him. Website is just below if you're watching and tuning in on video, uh, legalfunnel.com. If you're listening on the podcast, it's legalfunnel.com. So check him out, see what he's all about, but do that after that. So let's right now talk to Sam here and learn what he's doing.
1: Uh, Should I share my, how you got here?
0: Well, yes. Thanks for joining me, Sam. And I, I appreciate it. So first question I ask everyone, tell us about yourself and, you know, kind of what your journey's been. And then tell us how you got to where you are right now and what you're up to. So I'm pretty much
1: a virtual lawyer. And when I started my law firm seven years ago, I basically had to teach myself how to get clients and be able to grow a successful law firm. And at the time I had no mentor, I had no sources of learning how to be able to do that. So I basically started self-learning from YouTube and reading a lot of books to learn how to, again, generate clients and you know, be able to do that, grow a law firm. And my epiphany came when I read the Tim Ferriss's For Our Workweek book, when I got exposed to three key principles, the virtual model, three books. Uh, be able to run your business from anywhere in the world. Uh, second was automation, automated to be able to create a law firm that could essentially run itself so that I don't have to be the business operator every day. And the third part is scalable. Scalable means that it's able to grow very quickly without you necessarily doing more work. So uh, instead of me meeting, needing to meet with clients, let I me mean, instead, let me create one video that I could share with leads or my prospects or even my clients to get them moving forward. And at that point, when I got exposed to it, I fell in love with it and I made a promise to myself, I'm like any business decision I make for my law firm has to align with those three key principles. It had to be virtual, it had to be automated, and it had to be scalable. Fast forward, I applied all those concepts plus the fourth concept of leverage, able to just use a lot of technology, marketing, media, content, things like that to be able to replicate myself over and over. Now I have seven virtual law firms that are all active that are able to generate clients every single day on a mass scale and uh, kind of create the systems for, for, the, for the clients to come in, get served or referred out I'm able to kind of replicate that over, and then also at the same time, I've been able for the past three years be able to pass on how I've been able to do that to other law firm owners. Very practical steps, not just sharing like uh, just ideas. These are like actual practical things that I'm currently doing myself that I share and pass on to other people. And the difference is again very practical, and straight to the point of those little secrets.
0: Well, that's amazing. I mean, so everyone listening in, maybe you have a small law firm, maybe you're thinking about starting a law firm, maybe you're just coming out of law school. Maybe you've been doing it for 50 years, but I think you can learn a lot from what Sam has to share. And so, Sam, where are you actually physically located? I'm in Los Angeles.
1: But as much as I'm concerned, I could be placed anywhere and I could be able to operate it.
0: Yeah, so isn't that great? So I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia, which is on the whole other side of the country from where Sam's sitting. We're on the show right now. We're recording this. No problem. It's clear. We can talk to each other. He's running seven law firms completely virtual from Los Angeles. So maybe that opens your mind up to what's possible versus just your little city or town that you're in so not just owning the businesses you're a fan of Russell brunson funnels ClickFunnels. i don't know if anyone's familiar with that but take a look but if you look behind sam right there on the wall you know tell us a little bit about what those represent
1: so basically ClickFunnels, which is a software that allows you to create these pages or funnel pages to be able to drive your leads and turn them to clients i got exposed to that i'm like wait i could maybe apply this to my law firm which is an idea and i started you know play around experimenting with it. And all of a sudden I started realizing, wait, this works. I could use these funnel pages to be able to drive people to take my desired action, to basically go schedule a call with me. And let me also use these automation ways to be able to follow up with you automatically to get you signed up. And it worked. So I was able to uh, make a million dollars online for my first law firm. That one took me five years. But the first time I did it, you know, I kind of figured it out. So I I was able to duplicate it. Uh, It took me two and a half years to to make it my second million dollar law firm. And then I went on a journey to teach this to other lawyers. So I was able to do a million dollars for that. And then I was able to replicate it for my third law firm to be able to do multi-million dollars for all three law firms. And the reason why I shared this, it's not just showing it off. It's to honestly, it shows people that it is completely possible. And when I saw other people applying funnel ideas to very obscure niches, and I could quickly share a really cool story. I was at the ClickFunnels conference. And when I was receiving this award, they placed us in, in this room of all these two comic club winners basically all the people who made a million dollars online using these funnels and we were in a small group and we we're going around and we we're like what do you do what do you do what do you do and then there was this like 19 year old essentially a kid who was standing there and he made a million dollars and i'm like okay so what do you do and he started like you know like kind of snickling and, and just like not answering I'm like not really like what do you do is like it's like i teach moms how to breastfeed i'm like what i'm like this 19 year old kid made a million dollars teaching moms how to breastfeed i'm like if he was able to use that to make million dollars let alone all of us lawyers who obviously big market huge problems that we you know that we serve our clients for no now at that point i'm like i had an epiphany. i'm like nobody should have any excuse or reason to say this doesn't work because if he can do it any lawyer can and that way i kind of broke my limiting beliefs and i started applying for different Niches, and I've been able to, again, at this point, apply it across seven different niches, and these concepts do work. And the cool part is now our lawyers are receiving these two Comic Club awards, applying the same concepts, and that's been a really breakthrough for us.
0: No, I think that's a good story and a good example of a lot of times we as business owners or say uh, attorneys, they think, oh, that won't work for me. You know, our business we're a law firm, so that that's not going to work. And they go about most of the time. A lot of guests I've had on here, a lot of clients that we we sign on, they rely on referrals. And they wait and sit back and kind of hope the referrals continue to come in because they do good work. And I, I think everyone should do that, but it's, a, it's the minimum. You're doing the minimum amount of work. You're doing nothing to really drive in traffic. People are looking for your services all day long, but you have to get out in front of them. You have to attract them. So I think it's a good point that this does work and advertising works and marketing and SEO, all that stuff works and it can work for your firm. You just have to get that belief out of your mind that it won't work for you. So, and not just this, but I mean, I've had attorneys on here that old, very older attorneys, like in their sixties, crushing it on TikTok and getting clients out of it. And you're thinking that doesn't make any sense. That shouldn't work. And I think for most attorneys, they'd say that won't work. That's not going to work for me. But the the, the ones that say, Hey, I'm going to make it work. are the ones that that do well.
1: For sure. And because, you know, right now we're recording this in 2022, because it's so relatively easy to be able to launch a law firm, especially online, that means now, much more people are able to go on their own and, you know, launch your law firm. And that barrier of entry is very low. And if you're going to do what everybody else is doing or, you know, depend on, again, referrals or the sources that were, has worked for you in the past 10, 20 years, that's going to dry out and it's, and, it's, and it's a huge risk. And you should never just, as you mentioned, just rely on that. You need to, the only constant is change uh, when it comes to online and you need to kind of be ahead of it. And the way that I kind of fit, I think of it is like a contrarian. If everybody's doing this, then I don't want to be doing that. I want to do the opposite and I run the opposite direction. So I always think about like what other people are doing and then try to do the opposite basically. Uh, and it, you know, it works. It's a good mentality.
0: Yeah. That, and, and we always do here in my company, my, me and my partner, is question everything. So, so like, Hey, if someone's like, Hey, we do it this way, or we run the books like this, or it's always just, well, that's just how everyone does it. So we're always like, well, then we want to look at a different way that we can do it. There's got to be a better way. And, you know, we've done that with a lot of things. And so you question things, you know, why that way? Why the old school way? Why, you know, you got to get outside of the, and you know, think outside the box. So, so let's get on a couple of things and some of the things that you've done. So other than seven businesses, you work with lawyers, you're doing this for yourself. So you're not just, you know, talking about it and you're practicing it yourself and it it works, but you've wrote a new book that's out. So it's uh, what virtual law firm secrets. Yeah. So, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: New book this is actually my first podcast talking about it. Virtual nice. Law Firm Secrets is the name of the book. You'll just search for it on Amazon, where I basically share all my secret sauces about how I've been able to automate all these law firms so that it runs by itself, at least most parts of it, and how to uh, basically grow your law firm very quickly online. It's a very straight to the point, short book, readable book. It makes you... Nice. And it's only been out for a week. And I got so many responses saying, I already got through the book. I'm like, great. (laughs) You actually read a book because it's- Give me a review. (laughs) Give me a review. Yeah, totally. Okay. Everyone, Uh, listen, check
0: out that book. So it's Virtual Law Firm Secrets. I'll actually put it on the bottom. Virtual Law Firm Secrets. Happy to share that out to our newsletter and and everywhere else too for you. It will bring a lot
1: of epiphanies uh, for so many law firm owners. A lot of innovative kind of, you know, i read a lot of books myself, but- I've noticed a lot of books are kind of repeat of the same more or less same ideas. I have made a point to make sure that it's like very new ideas that haven't really been shared anywhere else. So definitely grab
0: it. So that's virtual law firm secrets. Is that right? I got the bottom. Yep. Yep. So I assume you can go on Amazon, Google that, check it out. And, and honestly, I recommend books all the time to attorneys. If I think it's going to help somebody, I make recommendations and I, there's a lot of the books that I recommend to attorneys that I've read and apply to my business. And, and I've even read some of the law firm books, like, cause I can probably learn a ton from that book, even though I don't have a law firm totally. and I apply those to my own business. Um, John Morgan from Morgan, Morgan and Morgan, his book on scaling a law firm applies to my business, just like anything else. So it's I always recommend that book. I think it's a can't teach hungry. Great book there. So, but check out Sam's book. I assume if you get a legal funnel, you probably have it up on there too.
1: Yeah, people will be yeah. able to at least apply to our program to go to LegalFunnel, and actually, we're working on a system to to pass the book to the people who you know who want it. Awesome.
0: Hey there, this is Kevin Daisy, your host and founder of Array Digital. If you're tired of wasting money with agencies that just can't get it done, then please check out my law firm, digital marketing agency at ArrayDigital.com. If you contact us there. You'll be sure to line up a meeting with me where we'll walk through your exact situation and come up with a plan for what you can do to improve your marketing results. I look forward to talking to you. Now back to the show. Okay, so let's move on. So let's talk about some of the things that you're doing uh, more specifically. Um, and I wrote down a couple of things when we were talking behind the scenes, but we can hit each one of these, but you talked about paid ads. So you're you're driving people online and you're scaling law firms online with with paid advertising. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you're doing, what that means for someone tuning in right now that maybe again, all new to this stuff as far as the law firm is concerned.
1: Sure. So I basically focus on paid ads for the most part to be able to quickly test whether something works or not and if it works great i basically increase the budget and i try to do more of it so i could share with your audience my top three sources of paid ads number one has been facebook ads number two google ads number three i would say either tiktok ads or youtube ads it's basically what i've been able to do every platform has their own language a way to kind of create those ads and what to say and all that stuff there's a whole formula to it which i share instead of our program and but the cool part about these API sources is once you get it converting and then once you start generating clients, it's nonstop. So much so that nobody no none of the law firms, my own law firms or the ones that I refer out to clients for, I've been able to handle the number of leads that they get. And it's always capped and limited by how many staff members they have and how many calls they can take. I've yet to meet a law firm who can handle all the leads that I could generate for them. So
0: Which if anyone's <laughs> listening right now, they're going, sign me up for that. So the cool thing about that though is You can be selective, right? You don't need to take every one of them. Totally. And what we always
1: do uh, is I always ask qualifying questions whenever I'm capturing the lead. Uh, It's simple, two to four questions up front that usually kind of disqualifies. There's more or less 80% of the leads from that. Then we go reach out, we set up automations for them to get automatically emailed, texted, DCPA compliant, texted, and followed up on with our virtual and in-house intakers who have, a goal and objective to, to hit a certain number of clients retained every single month and have been able to scale up very quickly. One of our law firms, we're at 200 clients a month. Wow. Which is astronomical from where we started um, just by kind of setting up these funnels, the automations and growing out the intake team very quickly. So yeah, total. So
0: Yeah, and so with that automation too, I mean, by the time they're getting to the intake person, they're already pretty highly qualified, you know, client at that point, right? And then Correct. your intake, I assume they do, you know, whatever else they need to do to make sure and, and get them signed up.
1: Correct. We already have enough information from the lead up front before we call them. And then also we use that information in the calls, which makes it way more likely for them to be retained because we already have the information. We don't have to ask the question, we just have to sometimes verify it.
0: That's awesome. So, I mean, I, and I hear all the time from attorneys that are like, they're worried about advertising, they're worried about things because they say, well, my intake will be crushed and then I'll have to spend more money to get more people. And they, so they stay small on purpose because they they can't feel all the crap calls that are coming through because they've usually probably just had someone doing ads for them on Google that are broad match and just throwing crap out there. So they're getting lots of low level stuff that is not pre-qualified or no automation. So they're just like, I'd rather not even do advertising.
1: Yeah, my mentor calls it anti-business. Some people just (laughs) want to self-sabotage because they they feel like more clients means more work. But what I've learned is that in order for you to drink a cup, you have to first get the cup, then you fill it up. So that means you have to go first work on your systems, go hire more, create the automation systems, all that stuff up front, and then go turn on your ads. And a lot of people in my first couple of years when I was generating these leads for other lawyers, they would get the calls and they would drop the ball over and over, it was super frustrating. So yes, definitely, again, hire more, have some operating procedures, have automations in place that takes care of a lot of, it saves a lot of time of your intake team. If you set that up, then you able to handle as many as your law firm can basically
0: serve. No, that's a good point. And we've actually had some clients in the past where we're sending them leads through ads or campaigns or organic. And we're looking at the stuff in the reports and we're talking to, hey, hey, we sent you all these today, how's it going? Oh uh, yeah, um, and we'd look at it and they didn't even get to the folks for a, a couple of days or a week. And it's like, they're not able to be available or to sell. And so it doesn't matter if we send them leads. So they're, you know, they got to fix all that first.
1: Yeah, and I could share some opportunities because we get these questions all the time. How do you, you know, virtual receptionist service, this, that, that. So let me quickly show you because I've been through the evolutions of like figuring this out. Ideal, most ideal thing to do is to get a dedicated, virtual assistant uh, a a virtual assistant who's just dedicated on taking on your calls for you so if you get at least five minimum five calls a day then it definitely pays off to have a dedicated virtual assistant who's trained to be able to qualify the leads to be able to send the retainer agreement and follow up if you just have a virtual receptionist service who just takes on the message and just relays the message to you first of all you'd be less likely to sign up the client because you know there's been a delay and two they're not they're not incentivized or they're not in charge of following up. And most of your clients will come from a follow-up. People don't take action in the first time. So you, you need to have somebody who follows up with them. So get a dedicated virtual assistant who can do all that for you. Qualify, send the retainer agreements and follow-up. If you get that, it works. That's all. That's all. That's That's what we have inside of our, all of our law firms. These people that are dedicated just get it dedicated to the leads and it works.
0: Is there any recommended service? We've used uh, Ruby, which is a good virtual uh, calling service. They're great and they're professional and they pretty cost effective, but uh, is there anything you recommend or should someone just go look out for yeah, their own? I hired,
1: yeah. I hired uh, virtual assistants directly. That means okay. going straight to to them. So again, I, I try not to rely on these phone services and they're okay. These services are okay. If you're supplementing them sure. um, to your own intake team, especially during off office hours or things like that. But yeah, ideally your own virtual assistants that you hired directly, which is a whole other conversation.
0: Yeah. So to his point, we have, I have three virtual assistants that are pretty much full-time handling all kinds of stuff for us. And then, you know, we have regular in-house, you know, in-house people and admin and stuff too, but just works out. It's worked out so good for us. And so many little things that we just can't get to that they're excited and happy to do. And that is good money for them. So, you know, don't think, well, they're not in my office that I can't do that. You got to get out of that, like get that stuff taken care of. Only take the calls that are going to produce revenue for you. I think that's great. So another thing you mentioned to me was reviews. So, something you've done to generate. And I know this is big for law firms because either A, they don't want to ask or B, they have to ask, so they just don't do it. It's not part of their process. And so I see a lot of firms that have a couple of reviews and they're not you know, a lot of reviews over time. And from a SEO perspective, local especially, you need to have consistent reviews coming in and Google's looking at, are they often, you know, were they recent or is it three reviews five years ago? So tell us a little bit about what you're doing there to get these reviews and how that's worked out
1: sure so for my first law firm malai law if you want to go google it right now i have 3195 5.0 star google reviews that's these crazy. are all real, real reviews every single one was real i never even had to ask any of my friends to be able to uh, to leave me a review and i and that started off with i got a one-star review about i would say five years ago wow. and at the time i had no idea who it was and i still today don't know who it was i'm assuming it's just one of my competitors and that kind of and at the time I only had like four reviews, but that kind of tanked my reviews and mm-hmm. I looked everywhere. I'm like, how can I get rid of this review? And I realized the best defense is a good offense. So that's when I went on offensive to collect as many reviews as I could. And I also had an epiphany early on that best place to re- get reviews is on Google, not on Yelp, not on Trustpilot, not on Facebook what would you what would you collect reviews on those platforms
0: not right on avo or yeah. none of those other platforms right? Yeah.
1: and all those platforms rely on google to get their traffic so why would you go to the second source but anyways started collecting Agreed, <laughs> right instead collecting reviews on google and it's ever since then also i came up with a very nifty way to be able to ask reviews which i'll be sharing with your audi- uh, audience shortly and on automation that automatically does the asks for me and the follow-ups so first of all let's start off with the script the mistake that a lot of lawyers make is that they when they ask for a review they send the link along with the request but <laughs> the problem is is that people are inherently lazy it doesn't matter that you've been an amazing lawyer for the past two years you know when you finally ask them to do one small favor they're still people are still lazy right <laughs> most people don't leave reviews so instead what you it's want to a do a priority is- It's not a priority at all. It doesn't matter basically how nice you were to them for the last years. Instead, what you want to do is to break down the ask into two asks. The first question is, hey, do you mind if I send you a link to leave me a review? And that uh, that answer is much simpler to answer. More more people are going to say yes. It's a very simple yes. And once you get the yes, then you send them a link to leave your review. That is very subtle. If you can just do that.
0: Now they have a responsibility to you. Yeah, and they committed
1: themselves. (laughs) That's <laughs> a micro commitment to make them way more likely to leave your review versus just, Hey, leave me a review. Here's the link. That's just very hard for people to do. Get got a yes. Uh, you know, I'll share the actual script. Feel free to take this down and use it. That's um, awesome. here it is. The first word is personalized. You just say their name. I like to ask you for a favor. Would you please mind taking a few moments to write a review for me? Your comments will help others know what to expect when they're looking for the service I offer. Now here's the kicker may I please send you a link to leave a review if that's okay with you, question mark? You end with that with that question, very simple question. And then once they say yes, then you send them, send them another email and you say, great, thank you so much. Here's the link to leave a review. I really appreciate you doing this. I'll be sure to return the favor when you need assistance in the future, which is a little bit more psychology. You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back kind of idea. So that's a, sp- a specific script again feel free to remind them back 30 seconds to write write that down and the second part is i use a cool tool called mixmax which automatically allows you to send follow up emails instead of gmail so that you know if if they, they don't respond back to the first email then automatically they basically, it basically keeps asking them until they respond back and then once they say yes then automatically continues sending them the link until they do leave a review you use that this, uh, script calls the automation i promise at least a 40% conversion rate at least getting 40% of your clients to leave a review and that's how i've been able to this at, at least for this law firm i have about probably i got over seven thousand eight hundred client uh, seven thousand or eight thousand clients for this law firm and, and right now i have three thousand google reviews that's how i have so many reviews
0: yeah i mean almost ha- basically half of your clients almost half yep that's amazing so i just wrote that down everyone listening i just it wrote it down myself just implement it so do it we yeah like we ask for reviews with our for our clients and we have you know we don't see that many clients you know we have 70 clients and we. We sign a few a month, right? So, but it's, you know, making sure you get those reviews and you ask for them is super important. So, I, I, and especially if you're a high transaction firm, business law firm, something like that, you know, you're doing smaller things and you might not spend as much time with them. You need to make sure that this is effective. So, I think this is great.
1: Yeah. And reviews are, again, as Kevin shared, very, very, very important, especially in, in our generation, because again, there's so many law firms and the only way to differentiate yourself is reviews. And second is that reviews are, is the best conversion booster to turn leads into clients. Anybody who's considering you, that's the biggest thing that's going to, you know, increase that conversion rate. And then the other way that i kind of look at it is it's a very positive feedback loop at the end of your clients being served, the more reviews you get, the more likely to get clients and the more clients you get, the more reviews you get and it kind of feeds itself. So if you're missing that kind of the last component part, you're gonna stay stagnant. But if you turn it on and you have this automation set up, you're always getting more reviews, which gets you more clients and more reviews. That's how you're able to kind of scale quickly.
0: That's excellent. And not to mention all the other effects it has on like, again, organic local search. If you're in a city and you got the, the three listings in the map pack, where you fall on that is important. So it helps you in so many ways. And Google invests a lot of money in their platform. So you got to get Google reviews. I think that's a great tip. So yeah, rewind this back, write down that script. I think it's ingenious. I'm going to apply this myself. So I think that's great. Well, Sam, I, I mean, you've shared so much. Let's talk about the book one more time. Make sure people sure. Can find uh, that. So Virtual Law Firm Secrets.
1: Yeah. Let me, just Pidoma. came out.
0: This is the first time anyone's heard about it.
1: If don't mind, I'm going to tease just what the chapters are about because I feel like people hear these things. So chapter two is to how to eliminate distractions and stay focused in a busy world. a lot of lawyers are very busy and they get distracted left and right by social media, their phone and emails. I've been able to a very practical ways be able to how to cut out those distractions again on your phone social media and your emails chapter three is how building the biggest asset for your law firm which is basically your dream team how to hire virtual people successfully chapter four cutting edge automation tools to help you automate your law firm these are all the different ways that you're able to automate your law firm to be able to save time and money chapter five is how to break free from email jail and only answer 5% of your emails. This is really cool. A lot of lawyers stuck in the, in their email inbox. I've been able to free myself uh, myself up from my email inbox. Very cool way that I've been able to do that. And only, again, this one only answered 5% of my emails and it is completely possible. Chapter six, 100% automated lead follow-up system to help you sign up more clients. If you get leads, how to you know create those lead automation systems. Chapter seven, which we talked about, how to get hundreds of five-star Google reviews. And chapter eight and nine, there are a lot of mindset kind of shift things that I've noticed that are make a big impact for our law firm owners. If I drive that those two ideas into your head, then you'll to, again, grow much faster. So
0: a lot of secrets <laughs> it in this book. Well, I think that's a no-brainer for everyone to, to go take a look at that. I mean, if you took one – for me, if I read a book, if I take one thing away, I can apply. Uh, it's worth its weight in gold. But usually you want to pick it back up, read it again. There's another thing. I, I got some books where I've read them multiple times and just keep getting more stuff out of it. And so it it sounds like there's tons of good stuff in there. And if you're not ready to do a virtual law firm, you're not ready to do some of these things, but some of these things you need to start applying. You need to start looking at getting away from just referrals. It's just not going to work for the long haul. Um, And you said something about where, you know, that's going by the wayside and you got to look at some of these, depending on where you are, a lot of new folks are moving into cities and moving out of cities and moving around and those referral sources aren't going to be always there. If I move next door to you and I don't know you, I'm not going to ask you for a a law firm referral. I'm going to go to Google or I'm going to search or I'm going to be on Facebook or YouTube. And now um, I'm either going to get scooped up by someone like yourself or someone that's going to be at the top of the searches that's going to be found. So all good tips, Sam. Uh, Anything else you want to share before we wrap up?
1: If you're a law firm owner, I would love to talk to you. So all you have to do, if you're interested in these things, just go to LegalFunnel.com to be able to. Thank you, Kevin. To be yep. able to uh, book a call with us so we can tell you more about the program. We've been doing this for three years. We have over uh, almost 400 lawyers who've been through our program, sharing all these secret sauces and helping them implement these things. And also, if you've been somebody who's been following Kevin and Array Digital for the last couple of months, maybe the last couple of years, definitely just go book a call. Just a simple conversation. I'm sure you know, you'll know you be able to provide good advice up front. Even, if, even sometimes you can't take them on as clients, Kevin. You've given
0: good sure. advice. percent. So go book a call with Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, risk free, pretty much. No, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I would say, yeah, reach out to Sam. Go to uh, legalfunnels.com. See what his program's about. Take a look at it. Sign up for it, or at least give them a call. Obviously, for us, yeah, you know, tune into the podcast. If you just have questions about what we do, uh, maybe you're starting a new firm and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, go to our website, go to raylaw.com, or reach out to me on LinkedIn, Kevin Daisy. I always check my LinkedIn. I respond to people. And if you just have questions, you know, I talk to firms all the time. I talked to one the other day there, she speaks Spanish. She's down in Miami, has all Spanish speaking clients. Her budget is only $600 a month. That's not something we can work with, but we're putting together some program stuff for, for her. We are give her a, a plan of where she can grow and get to where she needs to go so that where we either can help her or she's just going to grow on her own. But I, I see a lot of folks that are stuck in that spot. They're like, well, I can't hire anybody I can't spend advertising dollars. What do I do? And they're just kind of stuck. But they're great attorneys. They care about their clients. So, you know, talk to either one of us and we'll we'll help you out. And I think Sams program program will definitely get you get you going.
1: <laughs> yeah, something has to give. For most people who feel stagnant, you have to do things differently if you you know, you can't expect different results doing the same thing. So, yeah. go mix it up. Go talk to more people, spend more money, do innovative ways, um, you know the most successful lawyers that I see are just doing more and that because they're not scared of new change, new things. So yeah, definitely have those conversations.
0: Excellent. Well, Sam, thank you so much for sharing a lot of good stuff here. So yeah, you probably have to watch this episode again. It's going to be available on our YouTube, on my LinkedIn, on Facebook. We'll have a live event. If you're watching this now, it's already been put out. It'll be in our newsletter, Uh, but it'll live up on our website, marielaw.com forward slash podcast. It'll also be up on our YouTube channel. And then Sam, I'm going to give him the download. He's going to put it out for his own purposes. So yeah, connect with Sam, connect with me. If you got any questions, we'd love to talk to you and see how we can help. So Sam, stay on with me. We'll talk backstage. Everyone else have a great day. Crush it, think differently. Go download that book or buy that book. I'm, I send my cart right now in Amazon. I'm going to read it myself. I don't even run a law firm, but I know I'm going to learn some stuff from it. So Sam, thanks so much. Everyone have a great day. Thank you for listening. We have been producing this podcast for years, have had hundreds of guests, and produced hundreds of episodes. We don't ask for much, but I do have one ask. If you find value in this podcast, please share it with one person just like you. The best way to do that is to send them to ArrayDigital.com, where we have a full library of all the episodes that they can sort by practice area and or state. So again, we appreciate you listening and thanks for sharing.